Hi and welcome to Faster Talk and the March Preview Podcast. I'm the editor, Will Lowry, and with me is the spaghetti to my meatballs. It's deputy editor, Claire Aldridge. Hi, Claire. (laughs) Hi, Will. I love how you get more and more inventive with these descriptions. Anyway, before we get into talking about how busy we've been with the March issue, I just wanted to start by mentioning a couple of videos that we've been working on. Uh, On our About Us section of the website, we now have two videos explaining how to subscribe to the magazine and how our website keeps you up to date with all the latest news. It's basically like a walkthrough on how to use the site to fully personalise your experience and news that you see. It's definitely worth a watch if you're not familiar with the folder section of the website. And we have some more videos planned for the coming months. We do. Uh, Keep an eye out on our social medias for more. Anyway, speaking of keeping you up to date, what's been happening in industry news? Well, as mentioned in the January preview podcast, the anti-dumping investigation into certain iron ore steel fasteners from the People's Republic of China was due to be announced in February. And sure enough, on the 17th of February, the EU confirmed the anti-dumping duties, with the duties coming into force the following day on Friday the 18th. In industry news, we have a breakdown of the implementing regulation and the duties, which go up to 86.5%. Alongside the duties, there are also a list of CN codes which are involved in the investigation. Our social media accounts and website have never been more popular. Stepping aside from this, Will, you've been working on our cover story this issue. Yes, our cover story focuses on Faber Group and its 75th anniversary. I had the pleasure of speaking to Francesco Terrell, CEO at Faber, about the group's development, especially over the last 10 years, which have been key in its development, enabling it to focus on digitisation, as well as investing in its business footprint, both through strategic acquisitions and its new automated warehouse. Francesco provides a lot of insight and analysis, and it is well worth a read. Whilst working on the cover story, you've also been working on the jam-packed insights section this issue. How comes we've got such an array of articles from European companies? Well, leading on from the anti-dumping duties that have been announced, we have a range of articles from European fastener companies who believe they are able to help support European distributors look into source these products within Europe, thanks to investments they have made over recent years in their production. Firstly, Austrian-based Schmidt-Schrauben talks about its capabilities when it comes to screws for timber construction and how it has the capacity to adjust production both in terms of quantity and types of products to meet the needs of the market. Next, we have an article from Benary and its vast capabilities when it comes to washers and retaining rings. The company has been producing washers since 1958 and is ready to support new customers who might have been impacted by the anti-dumping duties. We also have an article on Domax and how, as, and how its new production hall and additional production lines have put it in a good position to meet customers' needs when it comes to hardened screws and especially those impacted by the duty. Finally, there is Belgian washer manufacturer Hamers, who has already seen a big increase in customers during the pandemic period, with European customers appreciating its availability and quick delivery. The company is looking to build on this with the anti-dumping duty. 
To add to this, there is also an article about Italian manufacturer Kilton, who has been investing in its machinery and staff to meet the needs of its customers for both standard and special fasteners, as well as Strabina Unia discussing the reintroduction of its investment strategy to further develop its significant and wide-ranging production capabilities. Plus, Dalera underlines why it has an international reputation for high-quality fasteners. But it doesn't stop there. Unfortunately not for me, no. Other articles include Bodegrava Metal and how it has invested in the automation of its machinery to further increase production capacity of its one and only product, Threaded Rod. Nogal explains how increasing its stock by 35% during the pandemic enabled it to achieve 20% increase in its sales in 2021. And Adenox talks about its new headquarters and how it has further expanded its production capacity for collated screws. Plus, and finally, Italian-based Techno Partner highlights its new division that includes a line of fasteners for sheet metals, plastics and PCB. I think it really is a valuable anthology for companies looking to source fasteners closer to home. And that's why the entire section is going to be my editor's pick, so you didn't even have to ask me this week. A good choice, I think. I I agree with that. Um, Along with the special Insight edition, we've also got the latest exhibition news. Yes, within our exhibition section, we have a small preview of the Wired Dusseldorf show, which has been rescheduled for the 20th to the 24th of June. As one of the first major shows for fastener machinery since before the pandemic, it will certainly be a popular event for companies around the world looking to source new machinery and equipment. That is why in our May edition of Fastener and Fixing magazine, we will have a special fastener machinery spotlight feature that will highlight all of the latest developments in fastener machinery over the last few years, as well as a full preview of what visitors can expect at the Dusseldorf show. If you'd like to get involved in the feature, then feel free to send us your news to editor at verilummedia.com or visit the contact page on fastenerandfixing.com to send it to me directly. I know you've been just as busy as me this issue, Claire. What have you got for us? Yes, I think I'll take the reins now because I think you deserve a little bit of a rest. Um, Our March issue includes an article from Barbara Segato, Secretary General of the European Consortium of Anchor Producers, ECAP, looking at the construction products regulation and how she believes it's become the construction industry's biggest headache. We also have an article from Dr Ulrich Borgund, Chairman of the Construction Fixings Europe, looking at the importance and benefits of the ETA route to CE marking for fastener manufacturers, as well as end users of construction products. To add to this, we also have a structural steel fasteners feature with articles from Nordlock Group looking at how the company helped with the construction of the Genoa Bridge in Italy and Aulet Jaten speaking about how its blind bolts are changing the way for designers and architects. We also have a very full manufacturing technology section. Absolutely. Our feature in the manufacturing technology section this issue is heading and forging. We have articles from Carlo Salvi, which is the first in a series of articles from the Italian company, shining a light on the partnerships it has made. In this particular article, the company focuses on how it helped Silo Group improve its production processes and face the growing complex requirements of its customers. Also, as part of this feature, we have an article from SACMA Group, who gives us a step-by-step account of how combined headers work and the benefits to its innovative technology. 
Completing the feature, we have articles from Videx and Hatba on their heading and forging capabilities. What do you have for us in the testing section? Well, with the challenges of the last two years, a lot of readers will be used to looking for new suppliers and manufacturers and will know that it's never been more important to make sure your testing laboratory has the latest machines and equipment to guarantee the necessary quality of products. Articles in this section include Instron introducing its new series of universal testing systems, Independent Testing Laboratory SMT gives us a history of the impact test and explains its importance, and Caesar Saturni, owner of CERMAC, focuses on pendulum impact testing machines. Plus, we have an interview with Wilfred Blickman, head of Kessler's Fastener Technology business line, who explains the key points in quality assurance for Fastener technology. We have received a lot of new subscribers who are quality managers or people working within the laboratories who are looking to keep up to date with this type of news, so make sure your team is subscribed. Claire, you can round it off with application technology and products. Thanks, Will. So for application technology this issue, we have an article from our contributing author, Peter Standring, Technical Secretary at Industrial Metal Forming Technologies, IMFT. Peter looks at the right to repair and the impact it can have on fastener design. We also have the electronics feature with an article from Techentrup. The company looks at how, in the world of electrical engineering, loose screw connections add up to costly power failures, so it has developed a locking element for the reliable electrical connection. Lastly, but no means least, we have a battery-powered installation tools feature in the products and tools section, as well as a focus on rivet and rivet nuts. It really is a jam-packed issue. We do say every issue that it's jam-packed. But if it's true, (laughs) before we go, don't forget to go and watch our new series of videos. You might just hear a familiar voice. Also check out our February podcast, which was an interview with Steve Kettle, Vice President of the MENA and APAC regions at Triple Fast Middle East Limited, part of the Lone Star Group. Steve talks about how the company operates within the Middle East, the benefits of being based in the region, and the challenges of supplying the oil and gas sector. It is well worth a listen. To make sure you never miss out on any of our podcasts, make sure you subscribe now on all regular podcast platforms. I think that covers everything. Until next time. Until next time.